the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Ruthie today. Ed and Blaine are not here, but if this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women. Hey, folks, I'm glad that you're here on tonight's show. We got a great topic. It's about righteousness. Um, That's interesting. Is it our righteousness or is it God's? So um, we always like to open up the show um, on the show tonight. Ruthie, we always do our prayers, uh, praise report. Would you have anything you want to talk about about praise report? Yeah, it was a it was a good day out there Saturday. You know, a lot of people came out and a lot of people got fed and a lot of people asked for prayer. So that's good. You know, it really is. Um, they're really... Um, you see God at work in their life. They're, Absolutely. They're, God is um, taking that harness away little by little. They're getting more. The, at the other part, the first park we went to, that crowd was huge. It was, yeah. I had a little Stephen come up and says, John, where's all the people coming from? And, right. and it was just so many were there. And then when we gave the word, you see how quiet it was? Yes. It was so good to see that. They're, they're really taking in the word. And I'm just glad to see God's really there put you know working with them yeah you know what always touches me is these are people that are really down and out and when you ask them for a prayer um you know they're 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 very receptive to receiving prayer but you ask if they have a, a specific prayer request and so often they want you to pray for someone else i'm always really touched by that you know <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> they're very very humble and I, I, you know, you think that they're hard out there because yes. of what they see and how tough yeah. it is. But yet they have that inner heart like, hey, pray for them. They need it worse than I do. And I, I, I always get touched by that. Yeah, me too. You know, we also had another praise report that I we had uh, five of them come to church this weekend. So that's awesome. You know, when they make it to church, they you know they got to bring their stuff with them. It's not like us getting up yeah. in the morning, taking a shower, getting ready, and go. They got to bring their stuff, so it's quite a difficult uh, chore for them to get there. But that's another thing. So keep them, folks, in your prayer that God will reach and touch hearts like what's happening, and that um, and that we can help them to progress in their their life to become productive again you got anything else you like to say ruthie about out there uh i had the same observation that you had that when you begin sharing the word that they've started to become very quiet you know they stop going through the clothes and they'll they'll stand and and listen they do and they don't complain about hurry up we want to eat or any of that it's they really taking it in so um keep that in your prayer folks we can really use that out there so um okay why don't we go ahead and go into righteousness okay so the topic is it is it's going to be interesting I'm, i'm waiting to hear what the lord put on your heart ruthie 
I'll go ahead and start us off. I'm going to read out of Philippians 3, 9, and it goes like this. I am no longer counted on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For um, For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. It, it, it is. It depends so much on your faith, and and I wrote this down. We can we can never attain righteousness on our own, but God makes us blameless before Him when we put our faith in Christ and His work on the cross. And you know what? I had a really um, a really good scripture I wanted to I want to read here. <clears throat> it's and I wrote here: God is completely righteous. And I'm going to take this out of Isaiah. I'm going to start back in the Old Testament. I know it goes back into um, Abraham's time and all that. But I'm going to take us to Isaiah 45, verses 21 to 24. And this is going to tell us what, what um, why this needs to be. Consult together and agree, um, argue your case. This is 21. Get together and decide what to say. Who made these things known long ago? What idol ever told you they would uh, that would that, that would ever happen? Was it not I, the Lord? For there is no other God but me, a righteous God and Savior. There is none but me. Let on verse twenty two. Let all the world look to me for salvation. For I am God. There is no other. Twenty three. I have sworn my own, by my own name. I have spoken the truth, and I will never go back on my word. Every knee will bend to me. And every tongue will confess alliance to me. Verse 24. The people will declare, the Lord is the source of all my righteousness and strength. And all who were angry with him will come to him and be ashamed. You know, God really puts it down uh, pretty good there. You know, kind of reminds me of Job, um, Job when he told Job, now nah, was the world made in that. God is telling us by his righteousness. And I want to kind of um, throw some uh, three points out right there. I'm going to kind of stop um, stop on my scripture reading right now, but I'm going to write this. These are three things to know about God's righteousness. It is, it's not earned. It is given through exchange. The unique thing about God's righteousness and God seeing you as approved is that there is not enough you could ever do to earn God's approval. This is unique. It is also a relief because it takes off the burden off of us. Imagine the weight of trying to go through life wondering if you ever done enough to earn God's approval. You, you can't do it. God's righteousness is not earned. It is given through exchange. Here, You know, you want to know how the exchange works? Christ takes on our sins. In fact, he became our sin in exchange for our sins that we have received of righteousness. So it's not something that we have to earn. It is given. It's given through you through Christ. So um, I'm going to leave. I'm going to. That's number one. Number two. It's not bought. It's paid for. Ruthie, you know, that's I love it. Another. uh, This is another wonderful aspect of God's righteousness. It doesn't cost you anything. It's all been bought by the cost of Jesus Christ. So, I mean, if you want to get this, folks, it's already been, it's already, the price has been paid for. So, um, that's number one. And I can go into Romans 5, 9. That can kind of tell us there, too. So, it says here, it says, so now that we have been made righteous by his blood, we can even, um, we can even, even, we can even be certain that we will be safe from God's wrath through him. So, that's one of, I think that's a good one. And another one I have here, too, was, um, it's not temporary, it's eternal. All, you know, you must admit, you know, that we, we all we all struggle in sin. 
everybody's struggle. Christians struggle on sins, they, um, their repentance, their forgiveness, and God's righteousness. But you got to remember, God's declaration of righteousness over you is not temporarily. It's eternal. It's a legal. It's legally in a court of case. It's being dismissed. Everything is being dismissed for us. So I'm going to hold right there, Ruthie, and I'm going to let you share a little bit. And then I got a couple more I want to fill in after that. All right. I like your message. That's a, that's a very powerful message. Um, we have no ability to achieve righteousness in and of ourselves, but Christians possess righteousness of Christ because it tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.21, for our sake he made him, meaning Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God's standards are very high, as you were reading from the Old Testament. And um, it's, it's very clear in the, in the book of Isaiah that our righteous works are like filthy rags to God. Mm. And Paul also talks about this in his letter to the Romans. Um, he says, all have turned aside. No one does good, not even one. So our righteous works are, are, are not righteous at all, not in God's eyes. It's, it's only uh, God's standard uh, that is righteous. Mm-hmm. His ways are higher than than our ways. So we have to have that exchange, as you were explaining. We have to have the righteousness of Christ, and that's how we become righteous. Amen on that. You know, I, I had that down. Um, righteousness uh, is not by works. And, you know, I based that out of Romans. And I, I was just thinking of that when you were saying that. And that was out of Romans yeah. 4, 23 and 25. Yeah, it talks about that in Romans. And also, uh, Paul says... Um, Paul says in Romans, he says, for I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. And that's me. That, that's me exactly. Uh, I'm a dirty, rotten sinner, and, but I have good intentions, and, and I want to do good. But man, I mess up all the time. Ruthie, I think that's pretty much of all the Christians. You know, yeah. we, we all that. That's why, you know, um, people who go to church, they're there because of their their ways. You know, they yeah. know that they need a savior and they know that they, they're they in need. So I, I love how you say that. And, you know, I'm going to read that out of Romans, um, uh, Romans uh, what was it, 4, uh, 23 and 25. And I just want to go ahead and read that because um, I think it's going to back us up there, what you're saying. And it says, and when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit, too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous. If we believe in him, that's Christ, the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead, he has handed him over to die because of our sin. And he has raised to life. Uh, he has uh, he and he was raised to life to make us right with God. You know, I, I, I couldn't do the law. There's no, no way. I, I couldn't do the law. There's no way. I, it's hard enough to do all the Ten Commandments, right? People have right. a hard enough time. We know the first four is for God and the last six is for man, right? Even six of them, okay? <laughs> but, you know, all ten are hard. I mean, it's just the way it is. So um, it's not based on your works, folks. It's based upon what Christ is going to give to you, what God wants to give. He wants to give you his righteousness. Ruthie, you got another scripture there to kind of back us all in? Yeah, I want to share uh, Matthew 5.20. I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So that's like you were just talking about. God's standards are so high. We can never, we can never keep all his commandments. We can't keep the law. So that's why God sent us a savior. He sent us his son, Jesus Christ, who, who, who never sinned. Mm-hmm. And yet he, he paid the penalty for our sins. He took all our sins for all time, for the whole world, upon him. 
and when he was crucified on the cross. I love it. And you know, um, Isaiah talked about that in 64, uh, 64 verse 6. He said, we are all affected and um, impure with sin. When we display our righteous deeds, they are nothing but filthy rags. And it goes on to say, like autumn leaves, we wither and fall, and our sin sweeps us away like the um, like the wind. So you know, Isaiah had a, um, had it right. He knew what what sin was. He was called the what the weeping prophet, right? And so there's a reasoning why because he felt like he felt dirty. You know, he knew what where he lied at, and so but the he knew, but he also knew who God was too. And what the righteousness of was God. So you got another one there you want to go with? Kind of backing you up here. Uh, yeah, I was going to read First John 3, 7. Okay. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. So again, we see the righteousness of God in that verse. And First John two twenty nine. if you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. So that's how we know that we're of God is when we are practicing righteousness. Amen on that. Romans uh, three twenty one to twenty four also states says, uh, but now, but now apart from the law of uh, the law, the righteousness of God has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace and through the redemption that what came by Jesus Christ Jesus. So I threw in some words in there, but um, I just think it's great to understand that, um, again, folks, um, we all struggle with sin and there is repentance and forgiveness. But um, the greatest thing known, it's internal. It's not just as temporary to forgive you. You can you're going you're going to you give it over to God and God is going to wipe it away. And if you ever bring it up to God and say, hey, God, you remember that time I sinned? God's going to say, well, what are you talking about? Because he remembers it no more. That's right. What does it say that our sins are as as far from the east is from uh, the west? west. Because the east and the west never really meet. That's right. And that's what's so good about um, about getting rid of sin. You know, I think we always remember, you know, we're always bringing it up and putting it in front of God. I've done that before. You know, it's like, God, you know, I'm so sorry, you know, from all that bad stuff. And God's like, what are you talking about, John? And it's like, you remember, remember the um, my all my sins in my youth and all through my life and you know at the time I messed up and he's just like looking at me and says hey I thought we were on page you know 25 instead of back on page one again you know I don't remember that so if you're if you're harboring harbor th- uh, times back in your time don't let the devil do that he he tries to bring you down saying that you're not worthy to ever be righteous uh, from God because of what you have done so don't let the devil hammer on you on that Ruthie you know, I'm thinking of the passage in Matthew where Jesus is talking to the people and he, he's sharing with them and he's telling them, you know, it's not enough just um, to not murder someone, but, um, you know, you, you have to guard yourself against anger. Um, y- y- you know, um, we have to learn to resolve our anger and resolve uh, conflicts in, in a healthy way, in a righteous way. Yeah. And that was shocking to those people. 
It, it was. He, it was radical back in his time. It was radical, yeah. When he was saying some stuff to them, they were like, wait a minute. How are you saying this and getting away with it? Because, you know, Synagogue and um, the Pharisees and all them, they were like, hey, that's blasphemy and stuff like that. What Jesus was doing, he says, well, you should know better than anybody because right. of the Torah that you read and studied. Right. You knew what was coming. You knew I was coming. And why are you saying this? Well, you know why? Greed has a change to make people change. Okay? Right. So, um, you know, um, I have a great thing here. I, I wrote here, it says, God gives righteousness. Um, God-given righteousness protects us against sin. And I based that out of um, Ephesians 6.14, the armor of God. You remember the armor of God? And I took this one. This one, I there, I know there, all of it goes together, and there's a reason why we carry the armor. But I wrote down the best plate of righteousness. This is the armor of the believer to put on. The believer, uh, the breastplate guards the heart, the you know, and the righteousness that protects the spiritual life of a Christian. Our righteousness comes not from ourselves, but from Christ. So when you when you when you're dealing with your everyday life and it's so important that's why paul talked about it and put on the armor is because we need to stop the willies um coming against us you know that is being attacked and the devil knows how to get to you he sits there and tells you listen you done this you done this you done this remember that time of this and all that and he'll bring that and he'll hammer you and he'll hammer you and he'll hammer you until he tries to break you down he he's he's the liar of lies and he's a deceiver of deceivers and he knows how to whittle you down but if you take your heart and you put that breastplate up against that you know, up there and you start using the armor of god and you just got to remember when he's hammering you you stand up and you tell him straight up you're not going to make it but i'm there because of what christ done for me i love my i i, I use my scripture all time galatians 2 20 it says for i have been crucified with christ and i no longer live but christ who lives in me the life i live in the body i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me and that's what makes me righteous in god's eyes it's not none of my work done it's been done with christ but i knew that i had to give my life over and let christ rule on it so that i can be free from my anguish of what the devil tries to do ruthie that's right you know the devil is a liar he was a liar from the beginning and uh, he likes to bring us down. He, he wants to see people suffer. And so he likes to remind us of those sins. Hey, you remember what you did when you were young? And so if, if you're struggling with that, I know I've struggled with that. You need to tell him, get behind me, Satan. Get under my feet. Because that's where he belongs. He was defeated at the cross. Amen. So. You know, he, um, misery loves company. Yes. Right? And so he's a very miserable person. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. I don't, <laughs> he you know, enjoys misery. He does. And that's what he's trying to do. So he's trying to take as many people as he can. And he's going to sit there and try to trick you in different ways. He's he's had centuries upon centuries to think of ways how to do this. And he's very, very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And he'll use you against others and he'll use others against you if you're not prepared. So, um, we're tr- folks, we're trying to show you here is that it's not... Um, it's not by works that saves us. It's by God, what he's already done. And when you walk with the Holy Spirit and when you're wor- with, walking with God, it frees the burdens off of you so that the Holy Spirit can work through you. 
if that makes sense. Right. There's a verse that says, I am a new creation in Christ. The old has gone, the new has come. And so when you accept Jesus into your heart, you become a new creation. It, it does, Ruthie. And, and you know, it's like, God, if you would took me back 30, 40, 40 years ago or so and told me I'd be working with the homeless and I've been in a, a pastor and all this stuff, I would have said, you're out of your mind. That was not me. But you know what? I reflect and I look back. And it's kind of good to look back because I, you can see the changes of what God has done in my life and what he's put me through. And others have only not seen it. Too. They've seen it too. But the glory goes to God because I am a new creation. I yes. am a new person. You know, my way of thinking is totally different and everything. Yes. So um, it's it's a joy. It's not a burden. So a lot it's of a people joy. think, oh, man, I want, I'm never going to have fun again. This Jesus thing and all that. That's no, no, no. Let me tell you, I have a better time. I have a lot, you know, uh, I have a great time in my life. So don't let people fool you on that either. So, Ruthie? You know, I, I agree. Um, you know, the devil entices us with sin. And, you know, let's face it, sin sin can be fun. For a season, sin can be fun. But... You know, walking with Jesus is so much more fun. Being with Jesus is is so much sweeter. It is. Yeah. And and there's a verse in the Psalms. um, It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And, you know, I have tasted and I have seen that the Lord is good. God has been good to me. He saved me from my sins. He's redeemed me. He's lifted that, that, that burden of guilt and shame from me. And like we were saying, I'm a new creation in Christ. And, um... You know, that's more valuable than anything. It, truly, truly it is. Um, I, you know, um, we we see a lot of people come and go. We see a lot of people out there that um, the worst of the worst. I mean, yes. it, it's it's bad sometimes, folks, and it breaks my heart. You know, it really does. And so I don't want to see my worst enemy and go through kind of stuff yeah. like that. And but um, when you hear a person, when they come up and they tell you and they share things with you and it it kind of shows you how well that we have it, you know, in life, Ruthie, you know what I mean? I couldn't imagine being at my age and being out there. And but yet I see people older than I out there. I, I do, too. Yeah, that really breaks my heart when you see a lot of seniors out there and the women. I know how vulnerable the women are. Um, you know, women are taken advantage of in, in the best of circumstances. But but think about for those women on the street, you know, that that really that really upsets me. And, and I've seen guys where we got them into a program um, and they got God in their life and they have God in their life and the change. I mean, the night and day change. They're a productive person. They're doing well out there. They're having a relationship with uh, Christ. And I even see the, you know, like the, you know, people have been coming to church. Now they've been coming faithfully. And that to me is, I, 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 there's nothing better in the world than seeing someone giving their life over to Christ and the change, the change in their lives and what they testify. They say, John, I'm doing this now and I'm doing that. And it's not, it's not of them. It's, it's of Christ working in them. And, and it does have that, their effect too, but you know, but it makes it so much easier to get through. Ruthie? It is the, the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, when you when you put your faith and trust in in in, in Jesus, you you are sealed with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. And you know, he he 
he shines through you. And I know that the people out there, they, they see Jesus shining uh, in us, and we're beginning to see Jesus shine in some of them. Absolutely. I have another I have another thing here I want to share real quick. It says Christians should be characterized by righteous. And I based that out of 1 Peter uh, 2, 24. And I'm going to read this. It says, he personally carried our sins. Talking about Christ. He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, you are healed. And it goes on to set, uh, say on 25, I could say this. Once you were like sheep who, who wandered away but now you have turned to your shepherd the guardian of your souls and i i just think peter put that all in perspective right there exactly what it was christ went and nailed it to the cross folks you don't have to you don't have to earn it just receive it give it to god let tell jesus hey look I, I, I'm done with this life. I want to see the new life that what John and Ruthie are talking about. I want to see God working in my life. I guarantee you, you can have it. You just got to come boldly to the throne of Christ, the God, and just tell him, hey, look, I'm done with this, God. I'm done with this in my life. I, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. Confess it to him. Give it to God. Let him know what, hey, I want some of this, your righteousness, God. I want I want eternal life with you. So please help me. I guarantee you he will make himself known. Guarantee. Ruthie, um, we always close in um, our closing time about, I, I just think that maybe we should do the sinner's prayer again. I really do. Maybe you. Maybe you're out there and something's happened in your life that, you're tired of it. You don't want it. It's not working. All that stuff is not working for you, and you, you need something new. Well, I'm going to give you something new. I'm going to give you Jesus, and Jesus will change your life. Ruthie hit it on the scripture back ago about how the old is gone and the new is in, and um, and he can do this for you. So I'm going to – it's so easy, folks, to confess and give your life over to Christ and and to God, and, and this way it is. It's, it's very easy. If you confess with your mouth – and believe in your heart that Christ um, paid for your sins and rose again from the dead, you shall be saved. So, Ruthie, go ahead with the sinner's prayer real quick. That's right, John. Uh, All of us are going to have to stand in front of God one day and give an account. And either you're standing there in your sins, and in that case you have a lot of explaining to do, and no explanation is going to be good enough. So let's pray right now. Dear Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord Jesus, I know you paid the penalty for my sins, and I want your your blood and your righteousness to cover me. I accept you into my heart and my life. Lead me and guide me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that prayer, I guarantee you, you have the righteousness of God. God is happy. The angels are rejoicing in heaven, and there's a celebration. And folks, I just want to thank you for being on the show tonight with us. Um, I may God bless in each and every one of you. We want to give a shout out real quick to Javier over some barrels. Thank you, Javier, for the help that you provide and Goodwill. Thank you, Anna and Kim over there. Goodwill, thank you for all the clothes that you provide. Stephen Forsythe, the one in Elkhorn Westland Church. Hey, thank you, Steve. And Jeremy at Skyline. We couldn't do it without you guys. So, folks, take the righteousness of God and let him show you. May God bless every one of you. 
Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.